Hello and welcome to Legal and General's podcast, Institutional Insights on Assured Payment Policies, specifically on APPs as a path to buyout. I'm your host, Paige Wilson, new business manager, and today I welcome back Frankie Burrell, head of client solutions, who joined us for a previous episode on alternative de-risking solutions, and Sabine Ifka, new business actuary here at Legal and General. They'll be talking to us about assured payment policies and our recent first partial conversion of an APP to a buy-in, highlighting how innovative solutions can help pension schemes on their de-risking journeys. Hi, Frankie. Good to have you back. Thanks for talking to us today. Good to be back. And welcome, Sabine. Uh, I think it would be great if you could just give us a brief introduction to our listeners. Hi, thanks, Paige. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I joined Legal in General um, early last year from a a pensions consultancy, and uh, I've been working in the pricing team and spent some time in Frankie's client solutions team recently as well. It's great to have you you both today. So the the last time we caught up on APPs and insured self-sufficiency, so ISS, was last September. Can't quite believe that we're already in May. Not sure whether the time has gone. But last time when we talked, we or, or you mentioned around the increase in demand for de-risking solutions and the market were looking to offer alternative solutions, especially for those schemes that couldn't yet afford a, a buy-in or a buyout. Are you still seeing the same level of demand in the market as we were seeing last year? Definitely. Uh, I mean, like others, we've continued to see growing interest in alternative de-risking solutions within the pension risk transfer market. In particular, this tends to be from pension schemes that can't yet afford full buyout, but are looking to remove risk on attractive terms whilst on their journey through to their endgame. And have we seen a similar demand with the solutions we offer, uh, such as APP and and ISS? Yes, since we last spoke, we've completed another APP transaction, which is great news. This time it was with Legal in General's senior staff pension scheme, which follows on from our first APP transaction with the AIB Group UK pension scheme, which was back in late 2019. And in equally exciting news, we've also now completed our first conversion of an APP to a buy-in with the AIB scheme. And that conversion demonstrates that our APP solution delivers as advertised, creating greater certainty for trustees and corporate sponsors and a clear and simple framework for conversion to a buy-in. So we thought this would be a great time to tell our audience a bit more about these transactions and APPs more generally. Fantastic. It's it's great to hear that we've done another APP and, and like you just mentioned, a, a conversion transaction for the first APP transaction that was completed in 2019. So before we delve into the details of these specific transactions, for the listeners that may not have listened to our previous episode, can you briefly describe what an assured payment policy is? Sure, Paige. Um, so at the simplest level, you can think of an APP as doing the opposite of longevity insurance. An APP isolates and tackles investment and inflation risk, passing that to legal in general, um, whereas the longevity and wider demographic risk stays within the pension scheme. In practice, uh, what this means is that in exchange for an upfront premium, we agree to pay a prescribed set of cash flows back to the pension scheme over the policy lifetime. 
Now, these cash flows can be fixed or inflation linked and can cover the exact inflation linkages that are provided in the scheme. For example, um, a scheme might have RPI increases capped at 5%. They might have CPI based benefits or even Section 148 revaluations. However, the key difference from a buy-in is that these cash flows don't vary with longevity or other demographic experience. This allows a pension scheme to lock down investment risk uh, and provide protection against changes in asset yields, interest rates and inflation. And all of the market and reinvestment risk in respect of the cash flows ensured under the ABP is also passed to legal in general. Crucially, unlike standard LDI solutions, an APP is actually invested in the very same assets that Legal in General is using to price bulk annuities and therefore will typically offer a better hedge against movements in buy-in pricing. So if I was to really simplify it, you could describe an APP as a buy-in without the longevity risk cover. Yeah, that's exactly it, Paige. And this means that an APP is typically around 15 to 20% more affordable than a buy-in for deferred pensioners. And importantly, pension schemes that purchase an APP have a contractual right to then top up their APP to full risk coverage under a buy-in policy. Depending on the size of the APP, this can be done in tranches like the AIB pension scheme have started doing or all in one go at a time of the trustees choosing. As members will be older at the time of conversion, we'd expect it to be less costly to ensure their longevity risk. So for those that cannot yet afford buyout, an APP can be a very cost-effective way of getting there in the future. Thanks both. APPs are a fantastic example of innovation in the market for, I suppose, providing a solution for pension schemes that can't yet afford buyout. With this in mind, Sabine, can you provide some examples of where an APP might work and what kind of schemes it could be a good solution for? Yeah, so most trustees interested in APPs will view them as an attractive path to buyout solution. Um, So as I've said before, with an APP, the pension scheme removes uh, investment risks, and so it heavily de-risks now, uh, but with a clear structure for adding the remaining risks, predominantly longevity, Uh, in the future to in effect complete the bulk annuity uh, when when it can't afford to do so. And and as Frankie just said, this is what the AIB pension scheme has started doing and and just done for 20% of their APP policy. APPs are more likely to be used for deferred members um, to, for example, complement an existing or a parallel pensioner buy-in. The reason for this is that it is more expensive to ensure longevity risk for deferred members. And so trustees of an underfunded pension scheme and their advisors are likely to perceive the price differential to bulk annuities as most attractive for this group of members. Some schemes might also think of an APP as an investment solution. As I mentioned earlier, an APP can be tailored to match specific pension increases and shape of cash flows in a pension scheme. So it can allow a pension scheme to basically build its own bond with tailored inflation coverage and no exposure to market and reinvestment risk. And it can still achieve a yield comfortably in excess of gilts. And if this is the lens that an APP is being examined under, then it can be considered an effective solution for both pensioners and deferreds. And regarding transaction size, can APPs be entered into by both smaller and larger pension schemes? Yeah, that's definitely the case, Paige. APPs work for pension schemes of all sizes and you know, we're actively quoting on a range of APPs right now, which range from less than 50 million up to around a billion. Uh, and, and we think APPs 
could potentially work best for pension schemes at the smaller end too, where perhaps the costs of running an investment strategy can be dis disproportionately large, of course, as Sabine's mentioned just a moment ago, you're passing all of that to legal in general when you, when you enter into an APP policy. That's definitely good to hear. It's a solution for, you know, for all pension schemes within the market of different sizes. And you mentioned just then, Sabine, on the AIB scheme that we recently converted a tranche of their APP to a buy-in. Can you give a bit of background on the original transaction and what the conversion process look like? Sure, Paige, very happy to. So the original transaction that we signed uh, with the AIB Group UK Pension Scheme in 2019 uh, was a £1.1 billion transaction consisting of an £850 million buy-in of the Pension Scheme's pensioners and a £250 million APP covering the deferred members. The scheme trustees are eventually targeting full risk removal, but the scheme isn't yet fully funded on buyout. So alongside the APP, uh, the trustees and the sponsor set out a plan to use future contributions coming in from the sponsor each year to convert a portion of the APP to buy-in. And this year, we've completed the first such conversion, which was a £61 million buy-in transaction, uh, which converted around one-fifth of the original APP to full risk coverage. And as the ABP already covered investment risk, the additional premium that was payable by the trustees for this conversion was actually only in respect of the additional risks that are now being passed to legal in general, principally longevity risk. And the ABP has essentially allowed the trustees to minimize volatility between their assets, which are now in the form of an APP and bulk annuity pricing. Uh, and secure a more certain path to the pension scheme's end game within their planned timeframes. Thanks, Sabine. Frankie, earlier you talked about another APP transaction that we did last year. Can you tell us a bit more about this transaction in particular? Sure. So uh, earlier this year, we announced our second APP, which was a £400 million transaction with the Legal and General UK Senior Pension Scheme. And unlike the AIB transaction, this assured payment policy covers both pensioners and deferred members. And it really shows how APPs can be made to measure. In this case, we designed the APP to fit around the pension scheme's existing buy-in policies. The transaction also highlights one of the APP's key features, that trustees are able to benefit from our wider business's access and scale when it comes to investments. Even a large pension scheme such as this one saw the clear economic benefit of pooling assets with our £87 billion annuity backbook. It's great news to have completed another APP and we are expecting further APP transactions to follow this year. So before we end today, do either of you have any ending comments or thoughts uh, for our audience on de-risking solutions? Only to say, Paige, that the innovation that we're observing in the de-risking market is really exciting at the moment, and APPs are just one example of that. So if there's trustees, corporate sponsors or advisors out there who would like to have a conversation, however informally, around innovation in this market, then Sabine, myself and the rest of the team would, would love to have that conversation. So that's all we have time for today. Thank you both for taking the time out to speak to me. It was great to hear about the recent successes around APP and that it's offering a solution to part of the market that wasn't catered for before. If you do miss the previous episode talking about APP and 
our other innovative solution, such as Insured Self-Sufficiency, or as we call it, ISS, you can find all episodes on these at Legal and General's PRT website under Institutional Insights. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our podcast, Institutional Insights, via Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and goodbye.